Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick? And apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you know what today is and what we're doing? Well, it is the very end, and I mean the very, very end the final Isaiah, which means that we're doing... You're always wrong! That's correct. And uh, so you have some good stuff for us today? I have about 17 questions. Yeah. 17 questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. You, uh, are you ready to get in this, into this? Yes. Yes, right. I am. <laughs> let's, let's do it. Okie dokie. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Okay, so we just finished Isaiah and we did the wrap up and now we are getting into You're Always Wrong. Or Contradictions. Yes. Yes. That is that is also what it is called. Correct. Yeah. But I like to say that you're always I know wrong. I know you do. Yeah. Like like for example, question number one. Yeah. Is it necessary to keep the Sabbath? Whichever way you guess, you're wrong. Well, you're giving away the answer already. You have to pick one. Yes uh, or no. Those are your choices. Is it, what was the question again? Is it necessary to keep the Sabbath? Uh, I'm gonna go with no. 
Right. According to Isaiah, God changed his mind about the Sabbath early that he had, you know, said early on. Yeah. And it is now an iniquity. Right. Because why? Well, and that's that's why I said no. Because based on what we're reading now, he's mm-hmm. like, I as long as you are fearing me and blah 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 blah. That's the important part, not the not the actions. The 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 feeling is more important. However, however, <laughs> you're always wrong. Of course, it is necessary to keep the Sabbath. Of course, of course, yeah. It is one of the Ten Commandments. Yeah, and is a perpetual covenant, as stated in Exodus, Leviticus, and even Isaiah. Not to mention, that motherfucker killed a guy for picking up sticks on the Sabbath. I was just going to say, whoever defiles it shall surely be put to death. Yeah. According to Exodus and Numbers. Right? I mean, that's that's a strong punishment that he actually enforced. Yes. Early on. For it to be changed later, just offhandedly. I know. Later on, he's like, meh. Right? It's so dumb. But God never changes. That's what I heard. (laughs) Fuck you. Okay, number two. Does God help in times of need? Your choices are yes or no. 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 I'm I'm giving that answer based on my experience in this world. Sure, sure. Um, Yeah, you're right. The answer is no. Um, In 1 Samuel, um, it's quoted, you shall cry out in that day and the Lord will not hear you. Yeah. In Psalms, it says, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me? Yeah. Oh, my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not. But, you know, you know, I have to say. Generally, the reasons that they give for God not helping is because you were being bad. You were being wrong. But sometimes he's just a dick. Sometimes he is just. A, and and he, he decides just for generations to not listen to people because he's like, mm-hmm. I don't like I'm them. Out. I don't like them this century. So I'm out. whatever. Fuck y'all. Peace, bitches. Yeah. And then in Isaiah, the Lord says, and when you spread forth your hands, I will hide mine eyes from you. Mm. Yay. When you make many prayers, I will not hear. Because <clears throat> he's a poopy. He sure is. He and sure then is. Isaiah says, you are a God that hides thyself. Yeah. Yeah, he does. But guess what? I'm wrong. You're always wrong. Yeah. Because, of course, God helps you in your time of need. (laughs) In Psalms, it says, For he has not despised nor abhorred the affliction of the afflicted. Neither has he hid his face from him. But when he cried unto him, he heard. Mm, Yeah. Mm. And it also says in Psalms, God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. Yeah. And then it also says in Psalms, The Lord is near to all who call upon him. Hmm. That's that's very that's cute. nice. Yeah, that's cute, and and only relevant to people that get something that they want. Mm-hmm. So he's adorable. Yeah, it's a lie. Did whatever. you find your keys? Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Number three, we've covered this one multiple times, but we always cover it as we cover new material. Okay. Can God be seen? Yes or no? Ah, uh, um, he and I. So I'm, I'm gonna can. I'm gonna go with no. Really? Well, only because I he has said it adamantly that you cannot see him and he's not going to show his face to people. But he's also said the opposite. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I will go with no. You're going to go with no. Yeah. Okay. No, God is invisible and cannot be seen. And if you do see him, you'll fucking die. Mm-hmm. In Exodus, it says, there shall no man see me and live. So, yeah, you're totally right. But guess what? I'm um, correct. You're always wrong. God damn it, I'm always wrong about that. 
Abraham saw God several times. Isaac saw him twice. Jacob saw God face to face and beat him in a wrestling match. Yeah. Although that might have that been was... an angel of the Lord, not right. the Lord himself. Yeah, that was questionable. So I'll let that one pass. Right. Moses spoke to God face to face and even got a peek at God's backside. He sure did. I remember sure that. Did. But, I mean, he so technically he didn't speak to him face to face. He just saw his ass. Wow. So I'm just saying. Um, I don't know about that. <laughs> Moses, Aaron, Nadab, Abihu, and 70 elders saw God. Yeah, I kind of remember that. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Job saw God after God and Satan tormented him and killed his children. <laughs> and Isaiah, a man of unclean lips, saw God sitting on a throne below some six-winged seraphim. Why Why was he the unclean lips? Why did he have unclean lips? I don't remember that. Bit. I don't either, but that's what it said in the thing I was using. And I thought maybe you would be like, oh, yeah, his lips no. were unclean. Yeah, no, I'm now I'm curious about the unclean lips. I don't know about that, but okay. he did see God. Oh, okay. So, yeah. You're always Was this during his naked rant where he was in the desert and on drugs, probably? Probably. Okay. Probably. Number four, are we punished for the sins of others? Yes. Yes, we are. God punishes children for things that their fathers, grandfathers, great-grandfathers, and great-great-great-grandfathers did. I think even further than that. He is so proud of this that he repeated it four times, twice in Exodus and once each in Deuteronomy and Numbers. I thought they even said something about punishing future generations or yes. different people in Isaiah even. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I'm and, not and, there and, yet. Okay, sorry. Yep. <laughs> Bastards don't choose to be born out of wedlock, yet according to Deuteronomy, God punishes them by excluding them from his congregation. Right. And not just them, but all of their descendants for 10 generations. It's crazy. Were you born out of wedlock? Fuck you. <laughs> according to Deuteronomy, if you fail to follow all of God's commandments, God will curse your children. Yeah. And sometimes God slaughters children for the unspecified sins of their fathers, as in Isaiah. I think that's just a nice way to put there are natural disasters that they don't know why they happen. And they're Mm -hmm. like, well, it was probably God and you deserved it. Or, yeah, probably your grandfather did something shitty. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we cannot know. Right. Um, Other examples occur in Genesis, 1st and 2nd Samuels, and 1st and 2nd Kings. But I didn't list all of them because that's enough. It it is, it is. But guess what also? Ah. You're always wrong. Am I? Deuteronomy, 2 Kings, and 2 Chronicles all state that fathers shall not be put to death for their children, and children shall not be put to death for their fathers. Well, um, there's there's some things. So a father being put to death for his child, that's like reverse um, time frame. So like that's not future generations. That's previous generations. So I guess God's okay with that. You can do something shitty, and previous generations are still okay, but the future ones might still be get bad. Now, the the son and then his children, that part I don't quite understand, because I would feel like that's still um, future generations. So, Well, it's saying that if you do something shitty, your kid can be punished, and if your kid does something shitty, you can be punished. Which, actually, that has a lot to do with... Um, a current court case, because it says um, the fathers shall not be put to death for their children. Right. You yeah. just said that they could, though. Oh, I meant couldn't. Sorry. Got it. Yeah. Um, what's interesting is that there's a current court case where uh, one of the kids that um, brought a gun to school and killed other people okay. with it, mm-hmm. um, it, it's the one that was, like, not most recent, but very recent, like, within the past six months to a year. Okay. Um. He was, uh, he was pulled aside 
by teachers for scary drawings that he had made. And he was sent to the office because um, he had a gun in his backpack, I think. Okay. Or something like that. And um, uh, the the drawings were like him of him shooting other kids and like blood everywhere. And um, him like his stick figure self saying kill them all or something. Right. And so they were like, oh, that's kind of scary. So that's why I sent him to the office. Yeah. And they called his parents in, and the parents came in and had a little conference or whatever. And then the mom texted the son, I'm not mad at you. Just try not to get caught next time or something mm. like that. I don't know how I feel and, about that. but And uh, uh, he had made purchases for um, bullets, and the parents gave him, like, all, like, they were supplying him with guns and, and... That I'm not okay with. Yeah. Okay. In spite of mental health issues. Right, and, right. um, the school asked the kid, or asked the parents, do you maybe want to take him home today? Because... Yeah. And, and the parents were like, no, he's fine, whatever. And the oh school God. was like, uh, okay. And they didn't check his backpack, they didn't check his locker, and that day, he shot up the school. Oh, wow. So... Um, the kid definitely is being held responsible or maybe he killed himself. I don't even remember, but now, um, there is a trial. Can the parents be held responsible? Gotcha. And so they will be punished for what the kid did. Maybe. Right. They're going to have a hard time. Um, what's really interesting is that the mom and the dad are not, um, their cases are separate. They are not combined. Got it. And so they are each being represented by different legal counsel. Got it. And there's question about whether they might turn on each other. Hmm. So, so I'm really surprised that you hadn't heard about that because that's like happening like within the last week, that huh. court stuff. Yeah, no, I, I had not heard about that. So we'll see what happens if the parents will be punished for their child. Right. But that's not God punishing, though. No, you're right. That's, it's not. You know, people punishing. So although I mean maybe God is using them <laughs> as the, a tool. Yeah, he's using the court system right, as right. a tool. Yeah. That that could be argued. I guess. I guess. Number five. Will God curse the earth? Yes. Yes. According to Isaiah, he promises to do it again. Yeah. But yeah. you're always wrong. Right. Because I mean, there's that. After the flood in Genesis, God swore he'd never curse the earth again. I just I don't hold much stock in God's promises. He doesn't in the seem Bible. to follow through. Yeah, no, they're they're kind of shit. His covenants are weak. They really are. But I mean, anytime you make a covenant and you have to cup another man's balls when you're doing it, <laughs> that automatically makes me wonder right. if you're to be trusted. Yeah. Just saying. I agree. Number six. Will everyone see the majesty of God? Your choices are yes or no. 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 The wicked will not see the majesty of God according to Isaiah. But guess what? I'm uh, I'm correct on this one. You're always wrong. Oh, fuck. Everyone will see the majesty of God according to... Oh, wait. Isaiah. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> will you, won't you, will you, won't you? Yeah. 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 Number seven. Does God ever get furious? Yes or no? Uh, yes. I mean, yes. That, I, I've seen... Well, I have read. I have heard from you mm-hmm. firsthand. Yeah. He gets fucking furious. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. Um, yeah, you're right. Isaiah indicates the indignation and fury of God is upon all nations and upon all their armies. So yeah, 
He's pissed. He is. Remember those crimson-soaked uh, robes or whatever? I do. I yeah. do. He was a murdery. That fuck. indicates to me that he was pissed. He was very angry. Yeah. But guess what? Uh, I can't be. I can't be wrong on this one. Um, this one, I'm. This one, I'm so right on. Even though we just quoted Isaiah, Isaiah also quotes God as saying, "Fury is not in me." <laughs> <laughs> but no, he. There's literally points where he delights in 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 killing people. Yeah. Like he loves this shit because. God is created by men, right. and men are murderous fucks. Right, they're right. rapey and they love slaves. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and so of course God is down with all that. Sure. Number eight: Does God ever repent? No. You're right. No, the Lord says He will not repent in Numbers, First Samuel, and Psalms. Yeah. He says it multiple times. Right. But guess what? I'm wrong. You're always wrong because He shocked. does. Shocked, I am. Shocked, you are. Before the flood in Genesis and just after the sons of God had sex with the daughters of men, <laughs> um, God repented for having made humans. Okay. And then after Aaron made the people dance naked around his golden calf in Exodus, <laughs> God decided to kill all of the Israelites. But Moses talked him out of it by saying, but what will the neighbors think? Right. So God repented of the evil he'd planned to do. Yeah. And then God further repented for different stuff in Deuteronomy, Judges, 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, and 1 Chronicles. Interesting. And then in Isaiah, God told Hezekiah that he would die soon, but he repented after Hezekiah's prayer. So he let Hezekiah live another 15 years. He repented or he relented? See, that's what I wondered. Um, And that gets into like word choice. Like, yeah. What is the difference between repent and relent? Sure. Like, to me, repent means you regret your choice, and right. so you change your mind. Sure. So no, I mean, God has definitely changed his mind. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And but has he shown has he shown um, sorrow over his choices? Because that's how I view repentance, you know, like repenting. Well, in that case, I guess none of those were examples of repenting. Right. Because none of them were um, actual... Sorrow for having made a choice. Right. Because God's always right. Well, or something. <laughs> According to the Bible. Right. You know. Okay. No, let's just skip that one then. Sure. Okay. Because sure. that one's too. It's questionable. I'm not sure about it's questionable. That one. Yeah. Yeah. Number nine. Why did God turn the sundial back 10 degrees? Wait, this isn't a yes or no question. No, you, you have two options though. Okay. What are my two options? Well, I mean, you have to. If I give you both options, then you, I've just read you the answers. Right, but I got to choose one to be right or wrong, though, right? And I, I thought I, I'm having trouble remembering right now, but I, it, it feels like I, I can't. I honestly can't remember. All right. Well, both. I vaguely answers, remember the the thing happening. Okay, but. both answers involve it was a sign, but okay. what was it a sign of? This one's a fill in the blank. I'm sorry. Um. What was it a sign of? I I am I'm at a loss here. Okay, it was either a sign he would heal Hezekiah's boil, according to Second Kings, or a sign that he would defend the city against the Assyrians, according to Isaiah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. That's so that's you interesting. can't you can't possibly answer that. I can't. Yeah, because I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even remember that it was in both places, yep. let alone what it was representing. So. Yep. So he did those things. So that was the same sundial, though. I yeah. remember talking about it mm -hmm. at some point. Mm -hmm. But those two things 
were the same sundial and they yeah. meant two different things in two different places. Yep. Interesting. Right? That one I'm definitely wrong on. Because I totally didn't know either wrong. of the fucking answers. Yep. I I forgot, like, once I read It's a Sign Of, I was like, oh, yeah, I know this one. And then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I do remember that it was a sign. Right, but, right. But, huh. Huh. All right, number 10. Who or what is the ransom for the righteous? Who or what is the ransom for the righteous? Who or what? If you admit that you're wrong, I'll just read you all your choices. I, I admit that I am wrong because I okay. don't recall. So sing it. Say, I'm always wrong. I'm always wrong. Okay. You heard it here, guys. <laughs> okay. So here, here's I'm not. the different choices. <laughs> um, the wicked, according to Proverbs, are the ransom for the righteous. Riches, according to Proverbs, are the ransom for the righteous. Or no one and nothing, according to both Job and Isaiah. There is no ransom for the righteous. Okay. I'm and not even sure I'm following this. Do I know what this. that like, means? What is, yeah. Right. No. Okay. But it was said. So okay. that's a contradiction. So there, we, there we go. There's a contradiction that I have no idea what it's about. Yeah. So, But it happened. It was that. there. There's a thing. Yep. Number 11. How many gods are there? We've covered this before. <laughs> but again, as we cover new material... I'm going to go with zero. Well, I agree with you, but that's not one of your choices. You've got one or several. If we're going with those two choices, I go with several. Okay. I, either none or infinity, right? Right, yeah. Nothing in between. Well, because, okay, look, I'm not going to, if there were, were gods, I'm not going to discriminate because I don't know which one's the correct one. Exactly. So I'm just going to say, you know, if I'm going to say that there could be gods... I'm or they a god. They all have equal opportunity. They, they all, yeah, they all have equal opportunity to prove themselves. Whichever sure. one beats beats the other guys to the point, then then that that guy can be God for sure. the day. Yeah, or something. for the day. Yeah, I don't know. All right. So you're right. According to Genesis, Exodus, Deuteronomy, 1 Samuel, 1 and 2 Chronicles, and Psalms. That's they, a lot of right. They all acknowledge the existence of multiple gods. That is a lot of right. They don't say, I am the only God who exists. They say, of all the gods who do exist, yeah. because there are many who exist, right. I'm the Biggest, baddest motherfucker. Sounds to me that just like on the predominance of uh, evidence here in the Bible that I am correct. However, you're always wrong. Fuck you, Isaiah. Fuck There's you, God. Only one God, according to Deuteronomy, First Kings, and Isaiah. They all indicate in multiple places that there is none else, or well, things to that effect. That's what they say. Yeah, that in is those what places. they say in those places. Yeah. But I think they're always wrong. I think the whole book is wrong because I still think it's zero. Yeah, it so, is zero. There even you go. though that wasn't I one think of the I options. was correct on that one. But we are looking for contradictions in the Bible. I know. And zero was not one of the <laughs> options in the Bible. Number 12. Does God ever tire? Uh, yes, he has taken naps before, I, I recall. Yeah, yes. For, for like generations yeah. even yes sometimes yeah. he he tires yes god was tired after the creation in genesis right right yeah and god is weary of people and their iniquities in isaiah he says so i, I mean he seems to be weary of us all the time uh -huh. because he's always fucking pissed off and weary of us but remember how i was just talking about isaiah yeah yeah you're always wrong because isaiah also states that god never gets tired ah so he just can't make up his mind. You, you know what? We kind of commented on this as we were going through Isaiah. Yeah. How through the whole book, everything was back and forth. Yes. Like there was, you could almost write your own story out of it because 
there for everything that they everything. said on one side, they said the exact opposite on the other side. Yes. And it was you could just you could interpret it and say what you want from it from pretty much any perspective. It my, was really dumb. My very favorite of all of the contradictions are when they fall within the same goddamn book, though. <laughs> Those are the best. Like, that's how you know that shit is all fucked up. Yeah. Because even the writer of one book cannot get it straight. Right. You say the writer as, a, as the, though there's yeah. only one. But, Pretend. You know, yeah. Whatever. Right. Number 13. Is God the creator of evil? Mm, depends yes. on the day, right? Yes. You're going with yes? I'm okay. going with yes. Yeah. Okay. Because he creates with... everything. Yeah. According yeah. to the Bible. Sure. Yeah. God brings evil to others in First and Second Kings, in Job, and in Isaiah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He he's the one who brings the evil. Yeah. To the table. Mm -hmm. But guess what? I I'm. You're always wrong. I didn't even let you finish uh, that sentence. Yeah. No. All right. God is not the creator of evil. All right. It is said of God in Psalms, "For thou art not a god that have that hath pleasure in wickedness. Neither shall evil dwell with thee." Hmm. Okay. Okay. No evil. Yeah. No None. evil. Got it. None. Except for you remember, um, what was it he just did? He did something that was really fucking evil. I think it was the killing of people. Like it yeah. was, and it was. I don't remember. I was trying to think of something specific, but now I can't think of it. So. Well, he's an evil fuck. Regardless. He is an evil fuck. Yeah. I. I will. Yeah. That is completely true. Even without examples, we right. know this. Yes. Okay, number 14. Okay. May a eunuch enter into the congregation of the Lord. According to Isaiah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In Isaiah, God seemed to prefer eunuchs to everyone else, giving them a better place and an everlasting name. Right. True. But guess what? Well, I already know. I already yeah, know. The answer is no. In Leviticus and Deuteronomy, eunuchs, along with other blemished people and outcasts, are excluded from all types of religious activity. How am I supposed to believe anything from Leviticus when even Le Levites are not even like a secure thing anymore? Like I, know. I can't. Everything's everything is questionable. I know. Everything is is up once, in the air. Once the Levites became not inherited. But instead, just a position right. that anybody could uphold. Um, that is the moment when I started doubting the Bible. Right? Yeah. That's the no, moment. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I agreed for a second. I was like, wait, I know. no. It was pretty much the first chapter. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> we, we made it all the way to Isaiah before we, we said, hold on a second. Something's not right in this in book. In no way whatsoever. Right, yeah. right. All right, number 15. Will the righteous flourish? Uh, again, according to Isaiah, I think so. Uh, except for and when God thinks that they're worms sometimes, maybe. But so uh, we'll, go, we'll go with yes. Okay. Well, the righteous will flourish according to Psalms, but the righteous will perish according to Isaiah. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Well, I thought he said that they were going to do good in Isaiah, too. Well, he also said they were going to be bad. So okay. All right. He said they're going, everybody's going to die. I mean that's true regardless. So you're all gonna die, and even even the um, righteous, and none of you get nothing. Right, right. Number sixteen. Ooh, I've asked this one before. <laughs> is it okay to use perfume? Uh, no. Correct. No, perfume is for God, not for you, according to Exodus. Unless, of course, you're Ruth. I remember in Ruth Isaiah, the daughters of Zion used perfume so god discovered their quote secret parts got it yeah okay and wearing perfume debases you right into hell according to isaiah huh okay yeah. but yes of course it's okay to use perfume 
Proverbs states that perfume rejoices the heart, hmm. and Esther used it. To, oh, Esther. That's yeah, right. yeah. I, that's why I ignored sorry, you. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I was wrong. Again, yeah. yeah, Esther used it to impress the king, and she was one of God's favorite women. Yeah, and the author of the Song of Solomon was a big fan of perfume. Mm, okay, so, All right. there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yes and no and yes and no. Yes and no and yes and no. <laughs> Number 17. Has there ever been a righteous person? Uh, Job. Wasn't yeah. Job a righteous so, person? Yes, yes. So, Noah yeah. was called righteous in Genesis. David was called righteous in 2 Samuel. And God speaks of the righteous in general in Psalms, Proverbs, and Isaiah. But right. yeah, I didn't mention Job, but yeah, he was also called righteous. Yeah, yeah. So, but guess what? What? No. You're always wrong. Why can't I ever be right? Since childbirth is a dirty process that involves women, how could any of us be clean mm. or righteous? Okay. All we right. can't and we aren't. Job and Isaiah both remind us that we are all unclean, unrighteous, filthy rags. I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Even well, that, though, that's a shame. Even though Job was a righteous man. Right. So, yeah. But yeah. he does remind us that we fucking suck. Okay. I I love it when people remind me that I suck. You know, that's yeah. such a that's such a great way to start a conversation with somebody. Hey, by the way, just a reminder, he, you suck. You are a worm and you are equivalent to menstrual blood. Anyway, yeah. go on. And if you, what, what did you want to talk about? If you don't <laughs> bow down before this invisible deity, then you are even more shit. You're so. you're already covered in dookie. Right. But no, please go on. What did you want to talk about? <laughs> Like, I I think I should use that. Like, if we run into Christians that knock on our door again or something, I yeah. think I'm going to be like, I'm sorry. It's just that you're covered in sin. <laughs> I only talk to righteous folk. And you are basically equivalent to a menstrual rag. Right. And I'm just quoting the Bible. I'm very sorry. Right. Have a nice whatever. Yeah. Hope that afterlife treats you well. <laughs> but it probably won't because according to... Job and Isaiah, none of us are going to heaven. So right. fuck off. Right. Okay, number 18. Does God desire animal sacrifices? No. No. That is right. No. The book of Psalms is the first book of the Bible to claim that God does not desire animal sacrifices. And some prophets like Isaiah make the same claim. Yeah. But guess what? I know. The final time I'm going to say this, this episode. Yeah. You're always wrong. <sighs> All right. I had to make it big because it's the it's final. It's the final. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. God's love for animal sacrifice is shown early in the Bible. Cain offers God his fruit while Abel kills his firstborn sheep and offers their dead bodies and fat to God. Yeah. God have respect for Abel's sacrifice, but not for Cain's. Mm -hmm. The first thing that Noah did after the flood was build an altar and sacrifice clean beasts and fowls to God. And the Lord smelled a sweet savor. He Ooh. loved that smell, remember? He loved the smell of yeah. stuff. He loved yeah. to sniff things. Yeah. God promised Abraham... That he would inherit all of the land from Egypt to the Euphrates River. When Abraham asked God for a sign, God told him to kill a three-year-old heifer and a three-year-old ram, along with a turtle dove and a young pigeon. Mm. Abraham did as he was told, and that evening, God lit the whole bloody mess on fire. <laughs> Woohoo! Okay, finally, God commanded the Israelites to build an altar for animal sacrifices. He then gave the Israelites dozens of commandments, telling them in great detail oh, it was. what animals he wanted them to kill for him 
and how he wanted them killed and burned for a sweet savor unto the Lord. Yeah, don't forget that long lobe of the liver. Exactly. I mean, you got to do it right. Mm-hmm. And you've got to do it on the right side of the tent. Too. Yeah, yeah. Spot of that blood in the correct places. Yes. The rituals involved things like wiping blood on the thumbs and big toes of the priests. Yeah. Sprinkling blood on the people, burning fat, and pouring blood on the altar. Yeah. Those good times that was had so by all. so pagan. Yummy. Yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, so that is it for You're Always Wrong. All right. And we are out of here. That's Isaiah. That's Isaiah, bitches. We are fucking done. I know. I couldn't, I couldn't get out of here fast enough. I'm like, we're done. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations to everybody mm-hmm. who has made it to here with us tonight. Yep. Today. Today, this, tonight, This, this episode. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on finishing a really fucking long book of Isaiah. It, yeah. And not that great. Yes. So. Yes. Congrats. You did it. You did, we it. did it. We did it. Yeah. I, I'm so proud of us. We all did it together. I'm really proud of us. Honestly. I am too. Yeah. We're getting right through this. We are. So uh, I'll be getting out the weekly wrap up here soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, tomorrow we will be back with. Jeremiah chapter one. All right. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Oh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye.